Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast. It's your hosts and joy makers, Jamie and Jules. And we are talking about joy today because we just came off of our episode on gratitude and being able to celebrate Thanksgiving with family. And when we speak about gratitude, we talk about how it can increase positive emotions like joy. And so today we're going to intentionally share with you how you can create more joy in your day-to-day life. Yeah, we actually heard about this author from a different podcast. Um, The topic was making function fun, like everyday items fun. Um, So I heard about it and I was like, well, that's interesting. I want to do more of that. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I looked at the book and it's it's called Joyful, The Surprising Power of Ordinary Things to Create Extraordinary Happiness by Ingrid Fatel Lee. Um, so I added the book on Audible pretty much right away. Um, and this Ingrid Fatel Lee is actually a designer. So I don't know specifically is all interior or you know architecture or what have you, but um, she has a blog called The Aesthetics of Joy. And this book, she had broke down 10 elements or like 10 aesthetics of joy that, you know, she has seen through her research as a designer, um, you know, studying like architects, gardeners, artists, florists, like DIYers, like, like it just makes so much sense because like, those are the people like that's literally their jobs to design something that makes you feel something. Right. (laughs) Oh, it makes takes us back to our days. And we shared this year that we used to be, we wanted to be interior designers. And I feel like when we were younger, we rearranged our room all the time because oh, yeah. it did. It brought us joy. It felt like this fresh slate. Um, oh man, I could totally relate to, to the designer piece of it. Yeah, I love it. And she, you know, she said that like, sometimes people feel like, you know, joy is is within us. Right. And that's something that we can, you know, just find within us. And she's like, but actually like you can find it like externally, like, and it's okay. Like some people don't like the word aesthetics and like the surface level things. Like they think they should, that should make them feel shallow. And she's like, no, really like the ordinary things in your day at work at home should bring you joy. And this is how you intentionally do it. Well, and I think We've talked about that, you know, experiences bring you more return on happiness. So it's a good, challenging thought to be like, okay, yes, that's true. But, you know, sometimes you could argue the fact that like, well, if I, you know, don't get away for a vacation or, you know, whatever, like, when am I going to feel that joy? And so I, I love, you know, being able to say, okay, wait a second, how can I really create this in the day to day? And you know, create it in some material possessions that you do have because they really can have that effect on you. Exactly. And just a, like a disclaimer or whatever, like you do not need to buy more things to make you happy or like, you know, we're going to give you some examples, but like, don't, don't feel like you have to go out and 
buy the thing and add this thing to your cart. Like, like these Mm -hmm. are things that should already be around you that you're noticing and have an awareness of. Um, so with, with that, we're just going to dive right into these 10 elements. Jamie and I have a couple examples for some of them that we'd like to share and expand on that really made us think. Um, so yeah, number one is energy, um, vibrant color and lights. Like for, for me, this is a no brainer because I think we've also mentioned on here, the book cues and color psychology and how that can make you feel the way you dress, the things that you have, um, you know, in your home and in your office. So like for me, when I worked with, um, the athletic club, like the athletic clubs themselves were beautiful. Like one of them we had was a little old, but like anyone that was renovated more recently, um, our COO was very intentional of painting them in like greens and oranges and like very warm, vibrant, bright colors. Um, for my offices, on the other hand, though, like a lot of times you were sharing an office, you know, two, three people in an office and some of these um, clubs that I worked in and they were windowless. Like we didn't have windows. Um, you know, it was a vibrant place to work because people that are happy and fit are, you know, that are fit and healthy are happy. Um, so that was a plus, <laughs> but like, I remember some of those days where I like would work very long hours and, you know, I'd be like, Oh, it's snowing outside. Like, Oh, it's dark outside. Like I can't even see out there. So like <laughs> when I, my most recent, um, location that I was at and I was promoted to, I got an orange office like and it wasn't like the entire orange like it was a beautiful bright orange and it just made me feel so vibrant energetic orange is a very like you know energizing color um until I actually moved one more office one more time with a window and then I had the sun and the sunshine and like that was very like it was a difference maker and she actually said in her book that there's research that like people that are more focused and uh, like are more alert and more productive at work, have a window or have, you know, something that energizes them. So I've painted my gym orange, same thing. Like just wanted to be very energizing. And then when I chose my office for working remotely, I made sure that I took a room that had a big window in it. And right now I have a little Christmas tree (laughs) the side that we're recording this um, sitting on my desk. And it does, it brings me so much joy. And actually one of the women in our community recently painted her basement too. Um, and now like she looks forward to working out there even more now. Like she was super excited about it. So, yep. And she painted it a brighter teal color, if you're wondering. So whatever, whatever color speaks to you. Yeah. So number, oh, sorry. (laughs) Vibrant color and light. Yes. So energy is number one. And then number two is abundance. So this is lushness, um, variety. I liked the example that she gave, again, going back to like interior design, like think wallpaper and, you know, just like layers of things. Yeah. Like I think, um, you know, having like multiple like pictures, like, so if like Mm. pictures of your family bring you joy, like maybe you bring multiple frames or like a collage of pictures um, that could really help. Um, multiplicity kind of thing. Um, having like, um, you know, more artwork, like if you know a lot of artwork brings you joy, like for me mm-hmm. at my office, like I, <laughs> I've been like struggling to decide what to do with all Finn's art projects. And, you know, you can only frame so many or like two pictures mm-hmm. of them. I'm like, I'm going to take them to my office. And like, that will bring me joy when I'm at work. 
So number yep, three, totally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, is freedom, nature, um, wildness, or open space. So, I mean, Jamie and I most recently started following some up. Uh, we'll call them plant influencers <laughs> on, on the ground, <laughs> and like, just I, I long to be a green thumb plant lady. Um, <laughs> but it does mm-hmm. like bringing the nature in. Um, has that sense of freedom and like, I love how she says like wildness, you know, like we're like mm-hmm. feel artificial, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, which kind of brings yeah. up what we did this weekend. Yeah. Well, and before I was going to get there, like in my office again, like I have very like kind of stale lighting, but mm-hmm. I have a, I believe it's a snake plant and a spider plant I want to say and yeah again it's just like it's a good pop of like or it's a good balance of from the light that I you know can't control I'll you know add those elements but yes that brings us to this weekend where we have this tradition of going to make Christmas wreaths with our mom um, typically our sister-in-law but we actually had our aunt join us this time and you literally like cut each like branch if you will um to make the wreath and it is like the best experience of smells and again those textures layers like we're literally layering different types of you know balsam fir to a spruce to a pine like it's it's so cool yeah there's nothing like getting close to nature in that way and like the sense the the texture like all your five senses are lit (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. and that also, um, is a concept that we've talked about here before too, of Huga, um, is Mm -hmm. connection and close to nature. And, um, I think that that gives us that sense of freedom too. Um, number four. Harmony. So this is going to be balance, symmetry, and like a flow to, you know, the space that you're in. Um, so, you know, it could be groups of similar objects, um, strong patterns, um, and that's more of, again, more of the design aspect. Yeah. I think she also had made uh, an example with like your family, like at home, Mm. like trying to find harmony at home, you know, when you have maybe kids of different ages, a lot of stuff and chaos going on, like, how can you kind of bring that into your space? Totally. Um, this one I love. Number five is play. Um, circles, spheres, bubbly forms. So like, hello, like Jamie and I are totally in this. This is our season right here, which she didn't make a note to that. Like this can change with your seasons and such. But, um, you know, like part of the other episode that was talking about making function fun was that like, you know, confetti and like all mm-hmm. like I can't think of all of them, but like, you know, she started to see these themes and she's like, okay, like that makes me think playfulness, like balls mm. that kids play with bubbles. Um, you know, Jamie and I see this all the time with our kids and the other um, comparison she had was like when somebody becomes an empty nester and all of a sudden the kids are out of the house. How do you keep some of that play in? Mm-hmm. And like, Maybe that's adding like a round coffee table or like whatever it is, um, which I thought was really interesting of how it can change. And I think, I think about this in our gyms, like our home gyms, like it's playful. Like when we can like 
not only do you like play with different types of workout equipment, but also play with arm balances and stuff. Yeah. Like how can you bring those elements in into like That's your cool. adults, <laughs> adulting? Um, number six is surprise. So contrast and it's whimsy. We were thinking about like surprises that you can add as like, um, like a subscription box that you like are subscribed to and you don't know what you're going to get each month. Like that's an element of surprise that you can add in. Um, I've talked to you before that Cody is really good at throwing surprises by way for special occasions and things. And I love when he does that. I love it. Mike has done like little riddles and like scavenger hunts for me. And like, it's so true. Like as an adult, when do we do stuff like that? And like, you know, I even just thought about like the escape rooms and stuff like that, you know, or like different, different things you can do now as an adult that we lose from childhood. Um, Oh, the other one we thought about whimsy was um, swings. So like, um, having like an indoor swing. Um, I thought it was a good one too. That is good. Uh, number seven. Trans. Thank you. <laughs> so like elevation and lightness. Um, thinking like clouds, hot air balloons. She even used like an example of a tree house, which I think mm. is so great. Cause like it elevates you, right? You get closer to the sky. It has that connection to nature, which also brings in some freedom aspect. Oh, I see what you just did there. Yes. Well, and Jules had brought up planning for Sloan's birthday party is coming up next month. And yeah, like think balloons that you put, um, you know, for the birthday party. Like, I think it's just such a good, well, it's a good segue into the next one, which is magic. Um, Because like you're creating that like magic for like, you know, the young kiddo. Um, But it's like with magic, this is number eight. Um, invisible forces and illusions. Um, So, I mean, there's sky's the limit if you got birthday themes. Yeah, she (laughs) was talking about like mysterious lights, um, you know, and I even just think like, think about the magic of Disney. Like what, like Mm -hmm. if you think what makes Disney magical, you know, like think about those like different elements when you go there, like how can you bring stuff like that into an ordinary space at home, right? Um, So I love that. Number nine, I think it is, celebration. Um, So synchrony, sparkle, bursting shape. So this is your fireworks, your confetti. Like she said, like, could you keep like a, you know, a bottle of confetti in your drawer, you know? And like when we announced that we were having Ford or like having another baby, like we did confetti in our living room. Oh my gosh, biggest mistake ever. It was a huge mess everywhere, but like it just added that element of like you know fun Mm -hmm. and surprise too, like all in one, and like it was truly a very treasured moment, and it brought us a lot of joy. We have a episode called "Celebrate Her or Clap for Her." I think it is is our episode, and I think about that was celebrating other women, and you know just whether we celebrate or recognize women that finish you know their workout programs in our community or what have you, like. That celebration is such a huge aspect of joy. And then, and then our is final renewal. one is renewal. Yep. Um, blossoms, Bloss- expansion, curves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those are the 10. Um, and then we just wanted to bring in like some uh, questions that like can help you think through this. Um Ingrid talks about having a joy journal and like thinking about when you experience a moment of like joy, like think about who are you with? Where are you? 
what are you doing? And like track it for like a whole week. Like we're going to make that your happiness homework this week. (laughs) Um, But here's some more questions to kind of think about. So um, number one, how often do you laugh? Number two, what emotions do you feel when you walk into your home? Like at the end of the day or when you enter each room? Um, Who are the most joyful people in your life? And how often do you see them? Dang, that hits like, I think about some of our friends. I'm like, I wish like I need to see them more, like spend Mm -hmm. more time with those people. Such a good one. Next, how often do you find joy in your work? Is it okay to laugh at work? That's a good one. Um, What activities bring you the most joy and how often do you engage with them? Can you do them at your home or maybe near your home? And then how much joy do you find in your own like town or city? Um, And then last one, what are your happy places? Um, And like, how can you go to them more often? Like, how can you get to your happy place more often? Like, of course, a no brainer for us is like the coffee shop, (laughs) you know, but like 100% like some person might say like Hawaii is a happy place. Okay. Well, like how can you bring elements of Hawaii Mm -hmm. into it? You know, like really break that down. Such good questions. Yeah. So those are 10 elements. Um, Think through those questions. Happiness homework is your joy journal. Um, Maybe it's writing down all these questions. And then again, like you could record for like a week long. Maybe it's longer than that, but she, I think she just suggested a week, um, thinking about those, those people and places and things that like really make you feel that sparkle and that spark and sense of joy. Um, and then you'll start to find that awareness and add more of those elements in. Um, you know, again, we thought like, you know, a camper brought us joy. I think you had another one too, Jame. I feel like, um, you know, she talked about like bright staplers and colored pens in the office. Um, so yeah, lots of good stuff. Um, and- so, we just want to leave you with a quote that we thought was really fitting to tie it all up in a nice little bow. <laughs> so this does again, doesn't mean you have to go out and buy anything. No method you need to learn. No discipline you need to impose on yourself. The only requirement is that what you already have and openness to discovering the joy that surrounds you. So go bring more joy to your life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.